today. Did Dr. Fauci oversee the torture of animals? And the CDC wants to re-educate you on vaccines because you, you just might not be educated enough. You couldn't possibly not want to go along with the government narrative. We have a lot coming up today, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I'm just going to go ahead and warn you guys. It's going to be a fun one. You're going to want to buckle up for this one. Uh, we've got uh, Blaze TV hosts both in studio today. Chad Prather, who, of course, of course, is the host of the Chad Prather show. Also America's favorite cowboy, uh, future governor of Texas and author of the new book, Am I Crazy? Which you should you should definitely buy. Your theme music sucks. <laughs> They need to switch that out. Okay, so I'm glad that you mentioned that. We're also joined by Elijah Schaefer, uh, host of both You Are Here and Slightly Offensive here at Blaze TV, who also agrees that the music sucks. What it reminds me of is, you know, I don't promote drug usage. I remember there was one time I took mushrooms. And I, I was younger, and and I remember like there was a time where the, the visuals were changing and sound changed, and that intro song sounds like the transition from the re, the real world we live in into like a hallucinogenic. You're having state. flashbacks. Yeah, you're like you're just like it's like when the music, you're like what's going on? I get that like, when changing. I listen to like the the digital pan flute music that uh, Glenn Beck's program has. Like Glenn Beck triggers hallucinogenic flashbacks. Yeah, this well, is very, I only microdose now. It's just. Don't do drugs, kids. No, we're right. not promoting Don't them. And that's why we're not promoting the intro song. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and that's the moral of the story. All right, let's get into the headlines of the day. There's a lot uh, that transpired over the weekend. So a bipartisan group of U.S. lawmakers are demanding answers regarding a report that the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases used taxpayer money to fund cruel and costly experiments on dogs as young as six months old. These were uh, beagle puppies. And uh, this was uh, sent to Dr. Fauci, uh, who is, of course, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Um, so let's get into, I, I don't want to read the, the, the verbiage of the letter, because I think that that's less uh, important than what the report actually said about these experiments that were taking place. So this is from the White Coat Waste Project. And they said that 44 beagle puppies, all between the ages of six and eight months old, were subjected to commissioned tests for a drug. And this included injecting and force feeding the puppies an experimental drug before killing and dissecting them. So uh, you guys tell me what what I have wrong here. But what I heard basically is that um, they were their heads were put in cages and they there were sand flies that were like literally just eating them alive. And the scientists, of course, couldn't be bothered by the barking, uh, the incessant barking that you would think that a dog would have when they are being traumatized in that way. So they just removed their vocal cords. Uh, there was just an invoice to the NIAID for a cordectomy so that they could not uh, annoy the scientists with, you know, that, that annoying like screams for help. Where's so, Alec Baldwin when you need him? Sometimes people just need to be shot. I mean, that's just kind of where I'm going with that deal. Uh, the, uh, I mean, imagine you get up in the morning and, and you put on your white coat and your underwear and whatever, and you go to work and you walk into the clinic and you know that's what your job is going to be to torture dogs to death. 
I just don't understand. I mean, what level of antichrist are you working for at this point? So I, I agree. And I've looked in this. Maybe I missed it, but I couldn't find, like, what is the purpose of this particular study? Like, mm. why, why do we need to know? I mean, why, why are they... Funding things for the spotted lizard and wherever. I mean, it's, none this of it makes sense. This is particularly cruel. Yeah, I mean, it is. There's a lot of that stuff that's going on globally, right? I mean, we talk about this stuff in America, and we think how can developed civilizations even go there, you know, in terms of how they test things out. And But we know this happens on a world level. I mean, it does. And there's some places that have even less uh, restrictions on what mm-hmm. they can do as far as their animal rights are concerned. And they're testing on animals. But, I mean, this is this is over-the-top cruel and unusual yeah. in this regard. I mean, I'm just saying, if... Dr. Fauci would oversee this. Let's cut his vocal cords. I'm sick of hearing his crap. If Dr. Yeah, Fauci would, would gonna, oversee I'll this. I'll pay the invoice for that one. You can just invoice <laughs> Highly Offensive Incorporated. I wore a dog on my shirt, actually, today on purpose that. just to let people know that I think what's interesting is, is that a bunch of people online are arguing like why people care more about dogs than care about humans. And that's not what the argument is because... Like, obviously, there's that old joke, right? You lock your wife and your dog in the hot car and see which one's happy to see you when, when you get back type of thing, right? <laughs> oh, so, I've never heard so, that. Heard that yeah, one. so, so the, because the joke is... You know is, who right? loves you more. Yeah, you know who loves you more. So that's an old joke because it's like, it's like how could you not like your dogs? How could yeah. you not enjoy them? There's a lot of people that, you know, if they died today, the world would be a better place. I don't know a lot of my friend's dogs. If they died today, if the world would be a better place. And that's what the whole point is, is that if you can do something cruel to an animal that is probably the mm-hmm. most loyal, most loving animal then what is it that you would do to your enemies, humans, who you have opposition to? Because nobody's like walks out in the day and is like, you know, my political opposition is a beagle. You know, I mean, beagles just love you. They lick you. They hang out. They might make a mess. But overall, it's like you could you would have to be a sick person to intentionally cause uh, trouble and yeah. cause damage to a dog like that. And that's why we know Dr. Anthony Fauci is a POS. I, OK, so this so this does say it says uh, they locked them alone in the cages for nine consecutive nights to use them as bait to attract infectious sandflies. But again, it's like <laughs> oh but for gosh. what for what end purpose? Like what like we ran- need to know more about living, the sandflies flesh attracts sandflies. OK, we, we've learned. Right. That, right. Like I think we know that. And I think we could have accomplished that without tr- uh, cruel and unusual punishment for beagle puppies. And uh, what is this called? Cordectomy. Cordectomy. I mean, I've been around. I look, I own hound dogs. I, I, that cordectomy could be handy in some <laughs> situations. I get that. But uh, being funny, folks, just a joke. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Fauci is garbage. Anybody of his ilk is garbage. We know that. I mean, how much adrenochrome has <laughs> this guy drank in his life? I mean, this is insanity, this dude. I'm well, over all of it. Listen, the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality is two weeks, and the time's getting shorter at this point. It's just, it's, these people are subhuman. It will be interesting to see how the left uh, handles these allegations, because as we know, they are primarily the, uh, they make up the portion of the population who are big PETA fans. Right, like well, vegans. I mean, and, and again, the takeaway is always this house of cards logically and philosophically yeah. falls in on itself and they eventually consume their own or they're proven to be fraudulent hypocrites yeah, and that's what they do. This yeah. is the weird part though because it, it reminds me of Cuomo getting taken down over sexual assault allegations <laughs> after he killed like six to 12,000, maybe 15,000. I mean, they, they keep changing that the number uh, of, of grandparents. So it's like, oh yeah, killing old people, mm, you know, you want an Emmy, you want an Emmy for that? And then it's like, oh, you touched a girl's butt. 
okay, well, you shouldn't be doing that, you know, That's I guess, fine. but but hey, we'll take you out there. And so with Fauci, it's weird, with everything he's done with H from HIV, remember Fauci? I mean, if you go back to HIV, him and Redford and some of the doctors were freaking people out of using public drinking fountains, like the pseudoscience that they've been pushing to fight viruses that they can't fight, and let's not talk about the swine flu vaccine and other things that he was involved in that killed people. I mean, when you get into this man, he has been taking lives, taking absolutely nobody hostage, I would say, as he takes the entire world. All of us are collectively now his hostage in order to just push his BS on the public. And now when you see him like torturing dogs, I mean, let's just think about this. Why is it the dogs that's what's taking him down, though? Right. That's, like, that's what my point is. Like, so now but we is think it going to even take him down? Is that even going to be enough? Well, I mean, you, you go around abortion, uh, you know, uh, abor- abortion activists who push for abortion are oftentimes the most environmentally friendly people yeah. that are, you know, want to save the whales, but you want to kill the babies in the womb. Right. I mean, so sometimes this might actually be it. I mean, I hate it. It's stupid, but let's just be honest. These people have no respect for any human that disagrees with them, mm-hmm. but they do love dogs. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, whatever it takes, quite frankly, uh, for this con man to go down. So on the topic of Anthony Fauci, uh, you know, we recently covered the uh, the report about where, uh, where the NIH said they didn't say they used gain-of-function research, but they basically <laughs> admitted to it. They just didn't use the term. Uh, and so this report surfaced, and we talked about it on the program. So Fauci was asked about it on ABC over the weekend. And Fauci, of course, uh, refuses to budge on whether or not they funded this risky research. Watch. Neither I nor Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the NIH, lied or misled about mm. what we've done. The framework under which... We have guidance about the conduct of research that we fund. The funding at the Wuhan Institute was to be able to determine what is out there in the environment in bat viruses in China. Mm. And the research was very strictly under what we call a framework of oversight of the type of research. And under those conditions, which we've explained very, very clearly, does not constitute research of gain of function of concern. Unequivocally, Anybody that knows anything about viral biology and phylogeny phylogeny of viruses know that it is molecularly impossible for those viruses that were worked on to turn into SARS-CoV-2. I mean, is it a coincidence that uh, his boss that he mentioned there, Francis Collins, was like, yes, I am planning on resigning. I am no longer, I am retiring, I am leaving. And now all of a sudden we see these reports that Francis Collins knew about all of this. Mm. Uh, And of course, we're seeing this report from, uh, I believe, his replacement now, Dr. Lawrence uh, Tabak, principal deputy director of the NIH, who admits it. And now we're having a semantics game about what, well, what it depends on what your definition of is is. (laughs) <laughs> and then throw in a few biological words like philology. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And confuse everybody. Right. Anybody who has a working understanding of biology and the philology of the virus and the <laughs> SARS-V and the AIDS and the, and the yeah. rodendons and all of this, you know, the yeah. lizards that crawled through the African desert. He clearly has quite an understanding because he's been right so many times during uh, all of the AIDS <laughs> stuff that he worked on and during this pandemic, right? He didn't even get the word right. He was like trying to say phylogeny or whatever. He kept trying yeah, to go into phylogenicity, phylogeny. And you're like, <laughs> I'm not even, at this point, I'm I'm psyching myself out being like, did, did he get the right word in the end? Yeah, because, exactly. And that's actually, that's, you know, that's, it's an interesting thing that it's always known that the way to explain science to people, not just in, on the TV, but if you're going to explain science to people, you want to avoid words that would confuse people mm-hmm. because science can be confusing. And so you want to always make sure that, you know, since science is supposed to be objective, that you're leading people down a path to understand your reasoning. 
And when unless. he, when he, unless you're Dr. <laughs> Anthony Fauci, while you're not, you know, making sure that puppies are being eaten alive, you're in front of the United States public trying to confuse people. And I love how he says, like, it's, I think the phrase he used right there was, it's like not that like type of gain of re- re- life function <laughs> research. Like, it's kind of like, hey, baby, you cheated on me. It's like, like it's like, no, I, I didn't because I, like, I was thinking about you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I was thinking about you. And really, I was drunk, so I don't even remember. And it's <laughs> right. like, it's like, but it's like, you it's know, zip, no, no, it was no. different zip code. I got the picture, baby. I saw you. You were on <laughs> Cheaters. You, the whole world saw you. And it's like, yeah, but phylogen, phylogen, phylogenicity, yeah. whatever he was trying to say. I fell down <laughs> in my phallus. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's uh, a great point. I do think he, he does intentionally try to use these words so that the American white public noise. goes. It becomes, white, it becomes yeah. white noise. That's their way of just saying, okay, folks, we're the experts. We're going to tell you what to believe. Uh, let's go, Brandon. And just you believe what we're telling you. And that's that's the whole, that's the plan yeah. all along. Yeah. That's why nobody, that's, we played the video last week where it's like 99%, 98%, 97%, 40%. And they said, okay, now you got to get the booster shot for it to be effective. <laughs> where it's like they keep telling you, telling you, telling you, and they keep changing the standards on everything. Yeah. yeah the FDA was warning in January 21st saying, warning against mixing and matching boosters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they're telling you to mix and match your shots. Uh-huh. And so it's like, how does the entire interpredi- in- interdisciplinary function of vaccines and the way they interact with your body with the same molecular makeup of the vaccines change in their administration in like six, seven, eight months? Like how we go from literally yeah. warning against something as dangerous to telling you you're dangerous if you don't do this within just a few months. Like I, I don't with the exact same data. I don't have to use phylogeny no or whatever to confuse people, but <laughs> I don't know, you don't have to know a lot about science to realize it doesn't change like that. Mm-hmm. It's just that the rules change and the politicians uh, feel like they're emboldened to push more of their BS on you because people are have you I was on Twitter today and I'm watching verified people. I'm tripping out. Talk about mixing and matching all their boosters and they're they're doing this. It's like it's like cattle, like meaning mm-hmm. it's just like one day the government just goes, Oh, do this, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they all just do yeah. it. And I'm yeah. going, What kind of weak, poor SOB do you have to be mm-hmm. to just the government says, you know, bend down and you say how how low? Like I mean that's that's how these people are. It is, but it's what they have been calling with the education system in which they teach people what to think, not how to think, and they can't critically think think for themselves anymore. I mean, the comments are just kind of like, what are you going to stick up your butt? Well, the government told me to put this up my butt. Oh, that sounds like it would hurt. Yeah. Nah, Fauci said it would be fun. And it's like, you know what, man? You put stuff up your butt. You have fun with that. I'm not going to kill dogs. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not mixing and matching my boosters. I'm not living in a pod. I'm not doing anything you want me to do. I'm going to keep eating beef. I'm going to have a V8 engine. I'm just going to do what I want. The climate's going to keep changing. You're not going to stop it. I'm not playing your game anymore. You can exclude me. I'm already out. So you yeah. can't exclude me from a game I'm not playing. Like, yeah. yeah. Sorry. And by the way, we still all remember the times that you said all of those things at the beginning that now you're changing your stance on. That's what drives me nuts. I just want to do LSD with Elijah. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe after the program, but please not during. Uh, All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, uh, you know what? There's a lot of craziness going on. And obviously, the left is trying to co-opt. You know, I was talking earlier about they're co-opting these uh, educational institutions. They're trying to co-opt all of these institutions, including corporations, what we need to do is make sure that when we can buy, when we can be a consumer for 
a conservative uh, company. We want to make sure to do these things. All right, we got to stick together right now. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They have the same nationwide coverage, same towers as all the major carriers. Uh, they have plans to fit any budget. They've got a 100% U.S.-based customer support team, and they provide really exceptional customer support. Uh, by the way, most importantly, they share your values. They're supporting organizations that you are supporting on your own time with your own money. They are going to take a portion of your bill and donate it to places that are fighting for uh, uh, gun rights, for fighting for uh, pro-life organizations. They support you. All right. You got to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You can get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, you are going to get a discount on top of their already awesome rates. You got to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. On the topic of vaccines, the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, wants to make sure that you know if you are one of these crazy people, anti-vaxxers, who have decided that you don't want the vaccine for yourself, she wants you to know they have a plan in place for you. All right. They're going to educate you, you dummy, and also get you counseling because you must be crazy if you don't take the government narrative up your butt. All right. Here is Rochelle Walensky on their plan to educate unvaccinated workers. Watch. We have seen that these mandates are getting more and more people vaccinated. Here's what we know. The most disruptive thing that you can do to a workforce is to have a COVID outbreak in that workforce. That will most definitely not only send people home, but it will send people to the hospital and some may pass. What we know from the police workforce is that there have been more deaths from the coronavirus over the last year and a half than all other causes of death for that workforce. Mm combined. So we believe it is very important to get these people vaccinated. There is a plan. Um, should these people not want to be vaccinated oh. towards education and counseling hmm. to get people the information they need so that they are feeling comfortable in getting vaccinated? So is that like a re-education camp or? Is that uh, you know, oh. you know, we have, do you know, do you know about this? Do you know we have we have quarantine centers, right? We're building mm -hmm. a few more in Washington. Mm -hmm. We've had them. Mm -hmm. And you know, legally, the government can force you into quarantine now. Like the CDC already has these measures in place legally that they can, if there's an outbreak, that they can force you. People don't realize that, that this is already a mechanism that's they've slowly been chipping away as they've been pushing us towards these things. Um, I think it's so funny because I remember back in the day with Alex Jones, he would talk about like FEMA or people like taking you to quarantine camps and people always laughed at yeah. him and said, oh, yeah. you're so crazy. Like yep. they don't what have, a conspiracy they don't have mm -hmm. that. Well, it's happening in other major countries. And actually I would think it would be le the least likely to happen in a place like Australia, which it is happening there. Mm -hmm. And if you see even right now, they're building more quarantine camps in China as well. And if your social credit score gets too low, you can get taken to the quarantine mm -hmm. camp mm -hmm. because you can consider it a threat because you can't trust that you're social distancing and doing the whole nine yards. I mean, we are moving towards a state where, you know, it's either going to be kill or be killed. And that's just where it's that's where it's headed, unfortunately, because when you hear when you're alluding to this, they always she always gaslights us mm -hmm. to what they're going to do next. And remember, she has no credibility. She's lied about the vaccine's yes. efficacy. She's lied about masks. She's lied about tra travel. She's lying right now about their plans to limit our travel if we're not vaccinated. I mean, she's just a liar. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, you, how many lies is it going to take Tell you watching this? Until your friends, tell everyone around you wakes up and realizes it's time to disregard the WHO, the CDC, all of these organizations entirely as lying sacks 
of dog feces, I guess we oh. could say on this show. There we go. That is. Lying sacks of dog feces, yeah. A big tent full of sandflies. Yeah, the big tent full of sandflies. All I'm trying to say is that, is that you know, because like, like there's big tech says, well, if you disregard, you know, the CDC and the WHO, dog, I don't just disregard them. Mm -hmm. I'm encouraging people to realize that these organizations lie to you about everything. I don't even need to specify. It's pretty much just look at their track records. Yeah. They change their narrative. Yes. And when I was a kid, my mom used to call, call that a lie. Changing, I, I tried it with my mom. Like, mom, I just changed the narrative. Right, like, it didn't no, work for you. No, a lie is a lie. Yeah. And so they are liars. And so when she's saying this, you better sure as hell believe that they're pushing this, these things. And right now, I'm telling you, in Washington, Google it, DuckDuckGo, whatever. They are building another permanent quarantine camp up there for the United States. Okay, so I want to, Chad, I want to get your thoughts on, on that. I, I completely agree with you, Elijah. But let me also throw in... To your point, Elijah, uh, CDC director Rochelle Walensky, who you just saw, here is Rochelle Walensky talking about the definition of the term fully vaccinated and how, well, look, there may have been a definition that we used to always use for fully vaccinated, but that term may change uh, once, up, once booster shots become more available and, oh, like maybe because we've realized that this vaccine doesn't I want to stay on YouTube, you guys, so I won't finish that sentence. Here's Michelle Walensky. Right now, we don't have booster eligibility for all people um, currently. So we are going to, we, we have not yet changed the definition of fully vaccinated. Um, we will continue to look at this. We may need to update our definition of fully vaccinated in the future. But right now, what I would say is if you're eligible for a booster, go ahead and get your booster and we will continue to follow. This is why you don't go along with this crap, because, I mean, we're seeing that happen in Israel, right? Everyone was like, oh, yes, we have to get vaccinated so that we can participate in society, so we'll get these two vaccines. And then they came out with the booster, and they're like, psych, joke's on you. You're actually not fully vaccinated until you get the damn booster. It never freaking ends. It'll never end. Never! never. I want to know when people start growing a second head, uh, because it's coming. I mean, you're just going to booster yourself to death. I mean, you come on. It's not right. you got to keep pumping these chemicals into your body. Look, 1905, uh, Jacobson versus Massachusetts. We've heard that well-cited precedent with the Supreme Court over and over again about how the government has the right to make the mass populace get a vaccine in the case of a situation like smallpox, which is what that case was all about. Smallpox had a mortality rate of 30%. 30% is a pretty heavy mortality rate. We have a 0.03% rate of death with coronavirus against what she says of, of how, you know, according to the police report that more people have died from coronavirus than any other thing uh, this year. Um, the problem is with 1905, it doesn't specify whether it's the federal government or the state government that is can enforce that vaccine mandate, but it does give the reason for cause for, for the mandates to be enforced. Now, it begs the question, what is a vaccine? Because, again, with smallpox, they started vaccinations of smallpox in 1796. Yeah, the year 1796 is when the first functional uh, smallpox vaccine was introduced. It wasn't eradicated until the 1950s. OK, so <laughs> that's a long span of time to create a vaccine. If you go back to July 18, 2020, when Donald Trump was still in office and read the Business Insider article, uh, it talks about how there's no possible way with all of the things that need to be tested and done to get a vaccine mm -hmm. uh, finished in that period of time. They talk about how you've got to test it on all these different, these various levels and all these different things. And there's just simply no way to get it done that quickly. And even if it did, it just wouldn't be effective yet. So now that Biden, President Sippy Cup is in office, I don't know. Maybe I need to go to one of those re-education camps. I don't know. Because obviously, I don't know do. a damn yeah, I heard thing. Food. Yeah. I don't know I a damn fun. thing, right? You are I mean, not I, good at the government narrative. I, I know, I know how to read things that you said 
in 2020 when Donald Trump was in office, but now the sippy cups in the, in the Oval Office or wherever, whatever, wherever they put his set today. Then I, we can't talk about these damn things. The fact that you can't even say certain words or YouTube's going to ban you. My buddy Bryson Gray, our friend Bryson Gray, mm-hmm. he got the number one song in the country. You know what? They can't even play it because he's banned on Instagram and Twitter. I know. This no, is I, bullshit. I was going to say. I he did it. No, but it is. It is. It is. It wasn't me. And I got to say this for all the lefties out there that like to use this Supreme Court case about yeah. being able to enforce yes. mandates, reminding you, you that, that the penalty, the maximum penalty possible was a fee of five dollars mm. for refusing it. Right. So that's important. And if you use inflation, that's one hundred and fifty dollars today, which is the equivalent of, you know, going uh, four miles on a toll road in Texas. Yeah. You mean the penalty? You mean, you mean the penalty is not your job and your livelihood? Correct. So it was just like a little fee for it was just like a little fee for processing, and also too, not everyone implemented this, and there was no denying people access or the right to anything. This was just a normal government agency saying, "Hey, we're going to enforce something like a normal fine, and it's going to be small, and it's just letting you know that we want you to do this." But no, you never had to show your ID or vaccine passports or any of this. And yes, it's not just a coincidence that vaccine passports are being pushed around the world through QR codes. This is a greater conspiracy together. This is the Great Reset. This is the World Economic Forum pushing this. Did you see what they put out the other day, the WEF? No. They put out a video. They're, they're, not, even, they're not even trying to hide it. They, they, they put out a, a video explaining that as we go through this next season of, of, of global economy and this new political movement, the ones that are pioneering the whole inflation and everything that's happening right now, they said that we need to be aware of toxic positivity and that we need to learn to embrace rage, sadness, and depression. They make a whole video about this. This was when they gaslit first the, oh the vaccine gosh. passports before the vaccine was out and then they happened. They tell you, you know, and also these are the ones that told you we're going to, you know, you're going to own nothing and be, right, happy. be happy. Now yeah. they're saying, yeah, that, that if you're too positive too often, that's toxic positivity. You need to lower your expectations and you need to embrace sadness because this is, a, this is part of now humanity and who we are. And so they're telling you that not only are you going to be unhappy and they know you're unhappy with what they're doing, but that if you if you fight that, you're a toxic. And that's literally where we're at. They're gaslighting the, the entire population. You know what? I, I mean, I, I wish certain types of positivity upon you guys, some of which could be HIV, I don't know. But I, I, I just wish that things would happen to you that I cannot say here because I understand these people are evil, they're demonstrably wicked, and what they're doing to the world is, as I went to Target last night, it was so weird. I didn't know that Target sold treadmills in almost every aisle because there was empty shelves everywhere. Wow. And so I was like, I was tripping out. I was like, damn, have we gotten to a point where yeah, I didn't they realize. just have small treadmills, large treadmills, they, they sell them everywhere. I mean, I couldn't even find toilet paper. We're here again. There's no toilet paper. Yeah, that's why people should get my book, Am I Crazy? It's consumable. You wipe your ass with it. It's multifunctional. Don't do the Kindle version. I don't recommend that at all. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, We've got more to come, though. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Startmail. So uh, I love Startmail because, you know, you think that when you're using something like Gmail or Yahoo that you're like, but this is a free email service. No, it's not because you're paying with your privacy. All right, we talk about big tech all the time on this program. They're exploiting your data. They're selling it to the highest bidder. And that is why I use Startmail. All right. It can make you safe again. Startmail will keep your email private. Every email can be encrypted, even if you're thinking, well, but what if my recipient doesn't use Startmail? Your recipient, it doesn't matter if they don't use encryption. Every email can be encrypted. And when you delete an email, it is gone forever. Startmail uses their own servers, not Amazon's, which means they can't be put out of business all of a sudden like that at the drop of a hat, like some other companies that we know. So you got to try Startmail. It's very, very seamless to switch over. You can easily transfer all your current email data. There is no starting from scratch. Uh, You get unlimited anonymous aliases, and uh, this will protect your main email address from spam.
spam and phishing attacks. Uh, you've got to try StartMail, you guys. I have really loved using it. And I just, you know, it's like you get that feeling, that satisfaction of knowing that you are not giving big tech your privacy so that they can make money off of you and also hate your very existence, try Startmail, all right? Start securing your email privacy with Startmail. Sign up today. You will get 50% off of your first year. That is 5-0, 50% half off. Go to startmail.com slash Y. That is startmail, start, S-T-A-R-T, mail.com slash Y. Hollywood firearms expert Brian Carpenter says that uh, Alec Baldwin is uh, has some culpability for what happened on his film set last week. Uh, he broke the number one rule of firearm safety, which is, of course, uh, loaded or unloaded. A weapon never gets pointed at another human being. So um, this so this this story fascinates me because as we're finding more and more out about this particular story, which of course we talked about last week, Alec Baldwin on the set of a film, it was an old Western and ended up accidentally, they say, shooting uh, two people on the movie set, killed one of them. And this was a, a gun that had to go through certain checks and so what we know now is that there was an armor, obviously, who was in charge of checking the gun, getting it ready mm-hmm. to be used on the set. And then there was a uh, because of covid protocols, the armor had to set the gun in this specific area that then the assistant director came and got and also was supposed to check. But and, and yelled to everyone there, according to court documents, that this was a cold weapon, handed it to Alec Baldwin who then shot it, and it ended up having live ammunition in it. So I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out how in the world this could be possible that that many people did not bother to check a weapon that had They're to go idiots. through that had to go through two checks, just like from the armor and the and the AD. But how do you, as a person who is holding a firearm about to pull the trigger, you know, maybe, how do you not check it? Maybe if you spend less time bitching about the NRA and take a class. I know. Right? Like I if know. you're going to handle I firearms, know. maybe you take a class. I know. Maybe you get somebody that's actually handled firearms to tell you. Because again, y'all were the experts, right? Y'all are the firearms experts. You know, look, Alec Baldwin, we've seen the memes. He's now killed more people than all of my guns. And I got a lot of them. Uh, but, you know, look, it's a sad situation. I hated I hated the uh, the humor uh, the, the the bad humor that was being taken out because this is a girl who lost her life. Yeah, right? This is yeah. a, this is a young a lady, huge career. Mm-hmm. Hu- I mean, she's a mother. She's a wife. Apparently, you know, an up and comer in in her industry. Sad. And another guy, you know, the director got shot as well. Uh, it's a sad situation. Look, he pulled the trigger. He should be held accountable. He should be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Uh, at the end of the day, he's the one who pulled the trigger. Uh, the difference between the Alec Baldwins of the world and people like us is we're not going to like I'm demanding that Alec Baldwin never be allowed to touch a firearm ever again, even if it's a prop gun. He should never be allowed to do that ever again because you hypocrites in Hollywood keep making money off firearms and bitch about it on Twitter. So stop. You're trying to create policy, but you don't make money that way. Uh and the other thing is, if, if this had happened, let's say Don Trump Jr. pulled a trigger and shot somebody on a hunting trip, then they would want to take your guns and your guns and my guns. It wouldn't just be we want to take Don Trump Jr.'s guns. Yeah. They want to take everybody's guns. See, I, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I still want to go to movies where people get shot. 
Well, they, well, I mean, they, Hollywood is like one of the main uh, places where you hear that people should have to go through all of this education, should well, have to go through all of these tier, classes. It's a tier one crapshoot of a movie, right? It was, it was a terrible, it was a yeah. low budget production. Did you see I the girl that, with the armor? Did you see, did you sure see her, did. did you see her TikTok? Yeah, everything woke Wait, goes to shit. Yeah, so she's, she's, oh, she's extremely she's woke SJW. hair. Yeah, yeah. She's like, a, she's a two-toned hair, mm-hmm. like vampire SJW, and not someone who I would uh, want to be handling my firearm. She's the armorer. Yeah. Isn't she? And she and her father was an armorer, I read. But do you know when you hear, when you hear some, a couple things? So Nepotism uh, tin, will kill you. Tinfoil <laughs> hat corner here. I love to bring this in. Yeah, so. yeah, please. Okay, so obviously one of the explanations right now is actually that, that there was not a hot round and that it was actually a fragment from a previous blank that wasn't cleared. And so then when the blank fired, it actually pushed the projectile through and killed her, but it wasn't, it was fragmentized and not an actual head of a, of a blank, which is why it was checked. I don't know if that's true, but I did read that in the investigation. On top of that, tinfoil hat further, is what's interesting is that, that if that's not true, um, when you look at, I don't know how people who keep dying in Hollywood keep being connected to the Clintons, but oh, but I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead. So she's obviously, I think it's her husband, right? Yeah. Is the lawyer that's in the firm that has to do with. I'm not, I'm not gonna say much more, so YouTube doesn't strike <laughs> your channel down. But essentially, it's just weird. There's like a direct connection to the Clintons and legal problems and an open indictment and what's going on, and then with that lawyer and his firm, and then his wife gets killed on a set accidentally by a guy who didn't know a rifle was hot. All I'm gonna say is. That, that I don't know why the Clintons people accidentally always die around them. I'm just that's all I'm gonna say. You you can really die in weird ways if somehow you have a some dirt on the Clintons. Yeah. And I and so maybe it's not connected. But it's this is another I mean it's weird. Who killed Seth Rich, right? Right. So it it we is we still wanna know. It is weird. Well, okay, but so you mentioned uh that it that one of the potential possibilities is that it was a fragment of a blank. But wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't but know if, if that's just Hollywood ju- like justifying so if you were, it. But I'm, I have to say that that's that's an open conversation. But if you were, but if so you were checking, was, would would that still not? You would. I, I don't know that about guns. Barrel, but if it, I have a hard time. It's with a that revolver too. Because I if it if it went, it pierced her right. It went through her. So if it, she was shot in the stomach, in and, the abdomen, and, there were and two it goes shot. through and then yeah. hits the director in the shoulder. That's stronger, in my opinion, than a projectile or you a piece think. of a fragment wait, being wait, left was in a hand? There. It was like a forty-five or something. It was a, yeah, it was a revolver. Okay, because I was gonna, because I was just thinking, like, there's no way nine millimeters shooting all the way through. Like, no, somebody, I mean, but it is know. understood that it would be, you know, a thirty-eight or a forty-five. Typically, in those revolver rounds, you know, I think it was a. I don't know. I, I read it was a forty-five. Probably a forty-five. Well, because it was yeah. an old, like an old west type yes. movie they yes. were making, right? So obviously, it would be a revolver, which is like so easy to check. By the way, if I walk in, a, look, I got it's guns like, everywhere. I, just, I got oh. guns everywhere because I'm like that. I just like guns, right? It's just like Do you have an extra sight for an AR-15. I don't tell you what I have. <laughs> well, I just need to borrow a sight. He lost weekend. all of his stuff in a horrible accident. I'm just asking for a sight. Oh, no, no, I got it. Come get it. <laughs> I'm just looking come for a sight. It. I'm asking you right now if you have a sight I can borrow because I'm, I'm still waiting for mine to come. Yeah. Supply chain I mean, issues. Probably. All right, cool. I'll never see it again. <laughs> Hey, what about my bottle of your, tequila? Your white trash. <laughs> I took go. half a bottle of tequila because the executives at Blaze are scared about your alcoholism. <laughs> and I was like, just trying to help you. Yeah, you had to help So me. I drank it. Yeah, I know. You're like, look, I have to do that. So very, I drank all hey, of it. I have to if be I so grab, afraid. Look, if I grab a handgun, it, it's like it's sitting by my bed or whatever, under my pillow or, you know, in my 90s. Uh, if I take it, I pick it up. I know nobody's touched it. Yeah. I know nobody's touched it. I've still, I, I, I release the magazine. I check the chamber. I see what's in there. I make sure that it's empty. Go back to it. 
Every time you pick up a gun, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a gun, there's a 3030 Winchester that's bolted to the wall on my set. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been fired since the 70s. It belonged to my grandfather. If we ever unbolt it yep. from that when yep. my contract's up at the blaze, I'm going to take that gun off the wall. And you know the first thing I'm going to do? I'm going to check. check. I check it, it twice. So, like, it. I, yep. like, even, even with my handgun, like, I do once, and yes. then I just like then just do another clear and yep. just make sure inside. I'm like, yeah. look inside, yep. and just make sure even before I hand it to someone or anything, because it's just like, hey, yeah, sometimes you might even do a few times. Just yep. make sure that it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so the way I look at that is that you always make sure that things are cleared. The, the only difference is, though, about this, this fight, which I do want to be fair about you never point a gun at people. They do point guns at each other in movies. Yeah, they have to. They have to. So, yeah. so they do. I thought that, too. I, I do, But I do like this interesting perspective is like, it's dumb to say he should never pointed it at someone, but to say that he shouldn't have checked it, of course you should still check it. Right. But what I do think is weird, which is again, the double standards in Hollywood, um, that's the problem, is that they call these prop guns, but they're real guns. And then, you know, so it's an interesting thing because in, in my house, when a gun's not loaded, we don't call it the prop, prop gun. gun. And then we put a bullet in it, we call it the real gun. Yeah. Right. We just call it a gun. Right. Because we understand that guns, no matter what's inside of them, yeah. could potentially kill people. Yeah. So it's just odd to me in some ways that maybe even these actors, the way that they can justify, you know, fighting guns and not. Maybe these actors are thinking like, well, our guns are different. And right. it's like, no, they're not different. Yeah. And you're you're just a human too. And they always think they're the exception. My wall is a different wall than the wall at the southern border on my property in Beverly Hills. No, a wall's a wall, buddy. And it all has the same purpose. And, you know, Obviously, I can see why you were afraid of guns because you didn't know how to handle one properly. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, bang. Uh, well, right. I mean, it's like my nine-year-old even knows with his toy guns. Like, you do not, you do not point it at people. You do not point it at, you know, you don't point it at places where if you pulled the trigger, you'd be in trouble if it really went off. Like, it, even my nine-year-old knows that. So, uh, all right, we've got uh, more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bull & Branch. So, we use Bull & Branch sheets over yeah. at my house. We love, but do we all use Bull & Branch sheets? Yep. I mean, I can speak for myself. I slept on them last night. All I have to say is if you want to join the Cool Kids Club, you got to get... Bull and Branch. All right, Bull and Branch has this uh, these signature sheets that they feel so soft and light, you will forget that you're not actually sleeping on a cloud unless you are taking LSD, like Elijah mentioned earlier, and then you might really <laughs> think that you're sleeping on yeah, a cloud. Yeah, no, but honestly, I'm telling you that with, with, with them, they're so good because I had another sheet. It was peeling. It was gross, and they said they were expensive. Got these sheets. They are thicker and better than any sheets I've, I've personally owned in my life, and I do enjoy them every night. Well, and I will say, too, because some sheets that you get... Uh, you're like, wow, these are so soft. And then you wash them a couple times and they completely fall apart. And I've had Bull & Branch long enough. I think you have as well. Long enough. To, like we've year, washed yeah. them a ton of times and they are still just as soft and awesome as they were, if not better. And they don't yellow. Like yes. They don't, they, don't, they don't change color. Yes, yes. Well, that's, I mean, you need <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a sweaty boy. I mean, I'm a, I'm a boy, you know, like I sweat in the bed. And what's different with these sheets is like they're pure white, but my side doesn't look different than my wife's side. The girls don't sweat, yeah. but it doesn't look gross over there. I remember, yes. I remember how my sheets looked in college. So so the wives will uh, appreciate this thong. one. All right. <laughs> really, seriously, you've got to, uh, you got to try them. These are the best sheets you will ever feel on your body. Go to bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets if you use the promo code Y. That's W-H-Y. Over at Bowl and Branch, that's B-O-L-L and Branch.com, promo code Y. Uh, the Anti-Defamation League, who of course is not partisan at all, interjected itself into the annual Halloween debate uh, this week when they advised parents to avoid Halloween costumes that are culturally insensitive 
and perpetuate gender norms. They tweeted out, Halloween is a week away and you and your family might be brainstorming costume ideas. Check out our resource for reminders about how and why to avoid cultural appropriation, cultural stereotypes, and costumes that perpetuate gender mm. norms. Well, he came, this is a conservative family show, and he came as a gay stripper. So, <laughs> I mean, that's already appropriating the I'm LGBTQ. I'm a gay stripper right now. It's true. How does one dress? I don't know. Everyone knows. That's why he needed the tequila. That's why he needed the tequila so he didn't feel the shame. In Vermont, you know, they had that uh, homecoming game a couple of weeks ago or whatever. In the high school, they had, uh, they call it the drag ball, where everybody dressed up and they had a homecoming halftime okay. show where they're like 30, 30 different people uh, dressed. We talk about this on my show. Yeah. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. But the uh, they called it the drag ball, which... To me, the pun is weird uh, about dudes dressing up like women and the whole thing. It's like. I, I, like did you see and did you see the, the, the trigonometry high school teacher who was doing the, the Indian war? Yes. Yeah, Indian yes. war dance. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That and, was, and who was that dancing was wild. around. That one? That was yeah. really wild. And yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, okay, so the rules, they, they don't apply to the left, right? The brainwashers. They get to do whatever they want to do. Yes, yes. They can dress like whatever. But, but I'm accused of cultural, cultural. I mean, I'm dressed like a cowboy. The party, of, the party of Rachel Dolezal and uh, Sean King. Yeah. Cultural appropriation is great, though. Uh, it's, it would be, more people Warren. should do it. Yeah, exactly. More people should, should appropriate cultures because the funny thing is about that is like, think about the Western white culture. I mean, everyone's appropriated our culture and then told us we don't have one. So, you know, it's like, well, that worked for them they're all getting ahead in life and now everyone wants to live here so the way i look at it is appropriation has benefited you so i'll figure out how your culture benefits me yeah. and you know just honestly like to to be straight up it's like there are some things with other cultures that are nice and some of the things i think are funny and i think are silly and i think it's fun to dress up as and for kids to imagine because it's like well you know if you dress up like a chief indian it really you know offends me okay i don't care <laughs> i don't even believe you're offended i don't think you are and if you are offended and that's your threshold well then i think we should bring back bullying and i will responsibly be a bully and just tell you, you need to you know you need to stop dragging that ball you know, stop, stop being a ball tracker. You got to well, tighten those things up. Yeah. By the way, the they, they also caution against costumes that offend people of lower economic status, such as they say hobos, bums, and rednecks. It's not my fault you're a broke ass loser in life. I mean, <laughs> so I want to make fun of you by dressing up for Halloween. Yeah, hobo. That's literally. I mean, if you buy Louis Vuitton now, you already look like you're homeless with the way I designs mean, gone. Well, I mean, you would Myers, think Michael when you Myers. look at California and the amount of homeless people there, I don't think that they're very offended by. You see uh, the headline hobos. that came out today about uh, Michael Myers in the new Halloween movie. He kills a, a gay person, and so they're saying he's homophobic. Uh-uh. Did you also see the, the hook? I think it's called The Hook or that new movie, too, that they changed. I think it's like a black slave who was like killed and he comes back to haunt people. But they made they accidentally made the remake all about police brutality instead. And so like police brutality was actually the scary part and not like the guy who came back from the dead and like killed people. <laughs> and they, they made it all about police brutality. I had a friend who just saw it and was like, bro, they literally tried to make the scariest part like police beating you, not literally the undead hooked man. Wow. That's where we're at. That's that's 2021, all in a nutshell. All right, we got to take a break. We'll in be back. In a nutshell, drag ball. <laughs> in a nutshell with a drag ball. All right, uh, those of you who are watching on maybe YouTube, Blaze TV, Pluto, Facebook, wherever you are watching this program, wherever it's available today, I don't know.
because Chad said a, a bad word that hurts people's feelings. He said a poopy. He, he said a bad word that I got, you know, I got emails for last week when I used the word. It could be worse. You could I'll be, get him. Could be and, killing dogs with sand, with sand yes, fleas. And Elijah, you know? is, and Elijah is saying truth that frequently gets you banned from all internet places. I didn't curse. But he builds his audience off of martyrdom. He likes to martyr himself. <laughs> Problem is, he likes to come on our shows and do it too. So I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to say, I don't know when this program is going to get kicked off of wherever you are watching it visually. If you are not watching on Blaze TV, so you got to do us a favor, okay? Go over to wherever you get your audio podcast, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Uh, it will help us in uh, all of the the algorithm. And uh, you know, mention that you don't mind whenever uh, one of us come to my show curses. next week in Lubbock. I'm going to cuss all night long. There you go. Buddy Holly Theater. Not for anyone who's easily offended. All right, let's, okay, I, I don't know. Let's go to the second one, because that, that one's really long. Uh, so we're, we'll read one review. We'll save the, the rest for tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Why, and, I don't know what don't this. Don't even try. Okay. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> JF is the last letters. Love, love, love. Love the show and the honesty Sarah and her guests display. My only complaint is that the show is only one hour. I feel cheated because the goodness is over too soon. Sarah needs two hours, especially when she has a full table. Uh, well, we have a life, but thank you. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.